back. Uh, we had a little time off here at Practical Wellness Radio. Cody and I are excited to be back. We'll talk about what was going on kind of uh, we, during our time off here. We took uh, we took an episode off. We'll talk about it in the, in the show. But today, Cody and I are just recapping kind of what's been going on for us in the last few months. But before we dive into that, we're going to start today like we do every episode with our warm-up waves just to kind of get things rolling. Again, this is for anybody who you know might be on their way to work, on their way to gym, or just uh, hanging out around the house trying to get some some crap done. But so today uh, we're going to touch on a topic of virtuosity, and some of us may have heard of this term before, but it's just kind of you know one of the definitions is you know performing the common but doing it uncommonly well, right? And so unlike risk and originality, like virtuosity is very elusive like supremely elusive but it is however like very recognized by your audience or the people around you co-workers whoever it might be um often there's a you know a tendency among you know people getting started in whatever endeavor they're on if they're a novice developing like a skill or learning a a new a new task or playing an instrument whatever that may be first move past kind of the fundamentals right and move towards like more elaborate or sophisticated skills or movements or techniques but today um is the day after labor day so a lot of people are going back to work if you're listening to this today on the day after labor day just think of different ways that you can you know implement some virtuosity into your life and that'll hopefully set you up for success you know moving forward by doing the common things uncommonly well. Let's get it. But yeah, we got a new one coming in Friday. It's kind of one of those stressful things of like, and they need my signature. It's one of those things where like, you need a signature for them to actually like leave it with you. And I'm like, I don't know when you're coming or like, if I, you know, so I'm trying to figure that out. Man, I, uh, I kind of, uh, I remember when you got that desktop and you set it up in your house and I was like, man, who wants and uses a desktop anymore? Like, why don't you just get a laptop? And I think you already have a laptop too, but, and then now when I watch you work on like your dual monitors with your desktop, I was like, that's so badass. You know, like I kind of want that. I'm stuck here on my little laptop. Yeah. 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 Like you're limited by one screen. The screen's smaller depending on your laptop. You know, it's just less productive. It doesn't feel as good. Yeah, and I don't, you know, I don't bang out as much time on my computer as, as probably you do. But there are times when I do and I'm like, man, you know, I've got like my fingers on this little like keyboard. Click, click, click. <laughs> yeah. Away, and I'm like, it'd be, it'd be nice if I could just, I don't know, like sit up straight and like sit, mm-hmm. you know, at a nice Yeah, like, dude, I've had to use nice this laptop for nice everything desktop. for the last two weeks and I'm just like, I'm over it. You know, I'm finally like doing some things on it. Like I try to program on it, you know, I'm like, ah, like the window's so much small, I can't see as much or like the scrolling isn't mm. as smooth, which, and it just like adds up. Like I'm over this. So hopefully that when you, uh, gets you, when you program for people, how, how far in advance are you usually like programming out for them? Probably depends um, on the individual and the goals and all that. Right. But yeah, I've kind of learned, I used to program further out a couple weeks out. Um, obviously we have a, for the most part, we have a rough idea where we're going. It kind of depends on the adherence mm. of the client as well. So 
the idea is that it's progressive. So if you don't do a workout, it's hard for me to progress it because you're not getting the stimulus to progress. So there is that. Yeah. Um, so long story short, I've learned to not program too far ahead because then I just end up adjusting a lot uh, in terms of like the details. So I'll just do a week ahead. So even just this morning, um, I was starting to do next week for everybody, depending on if they have yeah. or are caught up on their workouts or not. So generally about a week to five days, mm -hmm. depending on kind of where everything falls for sure. And I try to break maybe, it up a little bit yeah. as well. So I'll try to, I'll usually start on Wednesday, Tuesday or Wednesday, and then I'll wrap it up on Friday or Saturday for everybody mm -hmm. the next week. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Maybe you're, you're like me in the sense too, where, you know, you know what you're going to program for like two, three weeks in advance, but like putting it down and putting it, you know, into the sets and reps and flow and all that is, is maybe like the final touches when somebody, uh, so for example, if somebody misses a, a day of programming, um, let's say this is a person who, you know, is doing three days a week programming. Do you have them just skip that day or do you have them like get to it when they can? Or is it something? Depends. That, like, it kind of depends on the person. If Yeah. Some people, like yeah. if they miss a day, it's gone. Um, other people mm -hmm. maybe might try to make it up to some context. So it just kind of depends. Mm -hmm. um, if it's a person that for whatever reason it's it's missed and it's gone, I do float it to the next week because it's important to hit that workout yeah. for progress. Um, and maybe make a little bit of adjusting. Uh, but I usually, I, they kind of just float and we got to try to get to them. I mean, that's the end of the day thing, right? Is you know, if we want to make progress long-term, we got to hit want. Yeah. the thing. Yeah, we got to do the thing, right? And if we don't do the thing, we got to make sure like we get to the thing at some point. We can't do another thing until we do that thing, right? Yeah. You know, we can't, the you know, for back squats, 200 pounds. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I've been saying that a lot lately. Yeah. So it's a it's a good the like thing. stress management class, you it's know, a, weight training. A, like it's like I'm, I'm constantly referring to a thing, but in context, it makes sense. I, th yeah. <laughs> I think, you know. Yeah. Um, the thing changes depending on who I'm talking to and what we're talking about. But, um, but yeah, like you can't, you know, if we're working to like whatever, we'll throw a number like a 200 pound back squat, we can't skip a step. You know what I mean? We can't skip a step mm -hmm. as it relates to adaptation. We have to have a, that particular stressor that we're looking for to grow. So um, we can't just move on Every and move step on. Is integral. Right, exactly. So uh, that's important part. Steps. So again, like kind of long story short, yeah, I, I've learned to, wait a little bit more because like i do like to get ahead of, and i'm um it's kind of a fault sometimes where i try to work so far ahead that it becomes an issue um mm -hmm. like the ic weightlifting summit might be a good example of like it was like eight months out from the event i'm already like contacting all the gyms and coaches you know what i mean like hey you interested in there? and everyone's like mm -hmm. yeah sure. sure it's you know but then 10 months away time, time yeah and then i'm like and, i kind yeah, of have to like stuff. redo everything because i'm like oh, i you know they said they were into it you know eight months ago i need to now talk to them again mm. um no so i can speak from a gym gym owner's perspective too yeah like you you can agree and say and be on board with a lot of things but if it's not like written you know like if if you ask me something 10 months in advance i say sure and hopefully i write it down but if it's 10 months out i might be like well I'll get to that, you know, later yeah. <laughs> and yeah, you know, things might, things might, uh, slip through the cracks, but, uh, yeah. So welcome into the podcast. And the thing that Cody is just thinking about and talking about is, uh, the IC weightlifting summit, which 
we, which is why we were off. We, uh, we missed a podcast a couple weeks ago, so we missed you guys. Hopefully you guys missed us. I'm sure you missed Cody a lot, but hopefully, um, you're able to kind of check in at the IC weightlifting summit if you were local. So we were, we absolutely, um, you know, were available in, in that context. And I think, uh, I think the event was great. Um, you know, we had over probably what 55 ish, um, participants, both including the lift and learn. And I'd say um, a little bit more, I'd say like closer 70. to 70. Yeah. And that's probably not yeah, counting 70, volunteers. So yeah, we probably get close to 80 total people involved. Yeah. That day. Yeah. Both sure. in the first half and the lift and learn and then, and then the, uh, non-traditional meet on the back half. Um, you know, you've had a few weeks kind of to, you know, mull it over. Would you, what are your thoughts here initially, Cody, on, on the event? I, I can speak for you and for me, I think we were super pleased and we are planning on running it again. I think it was a huge success. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. Um, definitely had some time to sit with it for a couple of weeks now and it was one of those big stressors in my life. You know, it's kind of what consumed my brain, you know, cause I wanted it to be successful. I wanted people to show up, you know, and, and have it be a, yeah. a success and everything's going to be individualized in terms of like perceptions and what went well and how the interactions went. But I think overall, in terms of an event, in terms of vibes, in terms of setting out to accomplish kind of our primary pillars, I think it was a success. And yeah, I think the plan is to do it again next year and hopefully improve upon it in a few different ways. What do you think? How do you think it went? How Because you came out, you helped out, you're a big part of it. It couldn't have happened without you there. So what did you think? I, you know, first of all, I loved it. I kind of love those events. You know, we ran quite a few events, I would th I would say, which would be quite a few events like that when we were at Fort Collins CrossFit running the gym. And for yeah. whatever reason, I just really enjoy... I enjoy kind of all of that. Like you said, it is a very stressful thing and you, you kind of want to challenge yourself in that way where, you know, Hey, I'm going to put this thing together. There's going to be a lot of people there. I don't want to embarrass myself. I don't want to like, you know, be, be a misrepresentation of kind of the time and effort I put into. And so that's where a lot of the stress comes from. Right. But it, I do, I just really do enjoy, especially something you're passionate about, you know, like health, fitness, wellness, lifting, um, competition, even I enjoy like sharing that experience and, you know, growing that culture with others that are also, you know, passionate about it. But yeah, I think I enjoy the preparation, you know, I do actually. And, and I know that you put a lot more preparation into it than I did. Um, but it's, it's kind of like a, maybe we've talked about this before. It's, it's a test, you know, it's just like a, a test that you prepared well for and you, you're never really super excited to like sit down and take like a standardized test maybe when you're in school, yeah. but if you're ready for it, you're kind of like, all right, I'm going to, I'm going to smash this thing. Let's do it. You know? And I think, I think that there's always still a little anxiety that may, you know, kind of come into that, whether that's a standardized test that, Oh, I didn't know this was going to be on it. I didn't prepare for this or just like our event. Like some things are just out of your control and are going to happen that you maybe yeah, didn't like prepare for show and up and like things we don't have answers to like questions we don't have answers to we don't won't be able to answer until that particular moment you know like where are we going to set up these things or what's this going to look like or you know how many pvc pipes are we going to actually have like we didn't know some of that stuff until like we showed up you know that morning and it's like okay uh, let's figure this out as yeah. we go type of deal and 
mm-hmm. you know, do our best. And then next year we can learn from that a little bit more and have better answers to those questions as we kind of approach the event too. Cause like, and honestly, it's like, I don't know how many, like up until like a couple of days before the event, I'm like, I don't know how many people are going to be there, you know, in terms of registration, even yeah. then I'm like, how many of those people are actually going to show up? And I, you know, I think most of them did, mm-hmm. but especially when you're dealing with a free event, people can just like, it's easy to bail, you know, how shitty that is, yeah, especially when it's exactly. a limited res- registration for like the meet. And we had a couple uh fellas not show up and then that's pretty shitty, I think. Um, because again, like we had to say, I had to tell people on Saturdays, like, Hey, we're full. And I could have told people, Hey, people yeah, you away, could, yeah. Yeah. Right. Um, and, but it's easy for them to say, ah, I didn't pay anything. I don't have any investment in this, uh, financially mm-hmm. or even time probably because they're not training for this event specifically, um, just to not show up. So like, those were like kind of worries day of event type stuff that again, you just can't you for know, sure. control, which is fine. Yeah. And without, without sp- yeah, exactly. Without, you know, trying too hard to speak in circles. That's exactly what I was going to say too, is, you know, being that it is a free event, we tried really hard to make this a free event. And we kind of talked about how this was almost a celebration of movement, a celebration of fitness, a celebration yeah. of strength. And we wanted it to be free. We wanted it to like, I don't know, yeah. just maybe spark a little bit more growth in the community and growth and the passion and kind of mm-hmm. this stuff that we're passionate about. Right. And and with that, we were like, okay, let's make this free. Let's make this accessible. You know, many yeah. obstacles that people might have. We wanted to try to, you know, level those out as many, as much as possible. And so when you're doing an event on a Sunday morning in a college town, what do a lot of people do on Saturday night in a college town? We had like a little out. bit of fear of yeah. like, you know, a lot of these people that are going to, you know, are going to maybe back out. And, you know, you're right. There were... Maybe just a handful, not a lot that that did, like but two or it's three. still I think I, was such a and fun. for the meet. I think yes. there was maybe five or six that didn't show up for the lift and learn, but it is what it is, right? Mm-hmm. And I think ultimately it was a success. Yeah, it's still and, such a fun event. Yeah, and it, there's definitely things we can improve upon, especially like for the lift and learn. You know, part of that too is like it's such a challenge to get the people that you're envisioning envisioning at the event at the event, and the people that showed up were great, but I think a lot of them had a lot of experience, which I wanted that too. But we weren't quite a quite For able sure. to tap in to the demographic of no experience, and so that's something I'll have mm-hmm. to try to solve. I'm not ultimately in control of that in terms of like who shows up. And I had I had that conversation yeah. maybe with one or two people kind of that day where it's like, oh hey, I thought this was going to be a little bit more beginner based. I'm like, well, that's part of the part of it, sure. But you know, I can spread mm-hmm. the word. I can encourage other people to spread the word and kind of reach those that I can't. Um, cause ultimately like yeah. my demographic that I work with already probably has some experience, right? So I'm limited in that capacity. Um, but yeah, like, I for think sure. that's going to be a correction for next year is like, how can we like reach that market a little bit better? Um, and then also, mm-hmm. uh, maybe creating a little bit more structure on the lift and learn. I wanted the lift and learn to be very much simple. And like, that was kind of the name of the game was simplicity. Right. And then also with that simplicity comes a lot of freedom for, the coaches that are there volunteering their time. Um, I don't know if the coaches like that in particular, they wanted more structure or not. Um, but that was definitely the goal. And we did reach that goal for sure um, mm-hmm. as well. But I think there could be a little bit more clarity or maybe having a little bit of earlier meeting before we actually started. Cause I think people showed up a little earlier than I was anticipating for the event. So that kind of combobulated yeah. me a little bit in some ways, but uh, yeah, I think ultimately it worked out mm-hmm. pretty well. I think from the outside looking in, it probably looked pretty relatively smooth, I would say. No, I think we, I, I actually have had, 
you know, great feedback. And I, I'm sure you have too. When you talk about like the audience, like our audience that you and I, and, and, you know, through practical wellness and through practical yeah. wellness radio that we reach out to, you're right. It is, it is probably not a very like super beginner audience when it comes to yeah, lifting. Those people aren't searching fitness, for right? fitness stuff. Like they, they have, they haven't yeah. had that, you know, captured. They're like doing other things. Right. So the people that are interested in fitness are going to listen to this podcast. They're, just by happenstance that someone that isn't interested in fitness maybe stumbles upon this and listens to it, right? You know what I mean? So like that yeah. demographic of like, yeah. you're brand new. Let's give this a shot if you're interested is really hard to touch with, you know? And then obviously like getting them out there is even another thing. So you can make them aware, but then actually getting them out to the, do the thing is even harder. Yeah, and I know you and I will, you know, get together before next year and talk about different ideas. Something that, you know, kind of popped into my mind is, Mm -hmm. potentially we could um, charge a, a small base fee, you know, to people that are participating, but, you know, maybe we could, um, we could instill some sort of like, uh, um, oh, like a opportunity for people if they bring a friend, you know, then mm -hmm. they will waive their fee or whatever, you know, especially like if this friend is, you know, new to whatever, you know, cause that's kind of what we're after. Right. And, and again, I, I will admire, a lot of kind of your approach to this, Cody, you know, we are in the, we are in the fitness business, right? But, yeah. you know, the goal behind this wasn't, wasn't, wasn't necessarily in any way for practical wellness to, to profit, right? I mean, the goal for this, oh, like we, we said I lost money, one, right? To celebrate for the event. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. The goal for this was to celebrate, you know, things that we are passionate about and we know that other people are passionate about. So, I'm, again, I'll applaud you for that and practical wellness, mm -hmm. you know, from the top to the bottom for that, you know? Mm -hmm. Yeah. And we'll talk about some of that stuff. I know but, like the things that some of the feedback I got was like, Hey, can we have shirts? And then, Hey, can we have bigger platforms? I'm like, okay, that all costs yeah. money. So if people really want that stuff. Yep. Then there will be a, have to be a cost associated with the event, right. To, to register or whatever. Mm -hmm. So that's like your give and take, right. You can do a free event. That's fun. That I thought worked, went pretty well. If you want to have an improved yeah. upon, yeah, there might have to be a fee, right. I can only, um, you know, handle so much of a financial burden for something, you know, that I'm not getting a return on. And that's yeah, just kind of the, yeah. is, it is what it is, right? That was, even yeah, those small no, platforms that we had were expensive. Trust me. Uh, they were, luckily yeah, they we just, I mean, some resources to get them made, but it was, it was, uh, I really wanted that. So I want, I didn't mind, you know, putting some money down for that. And luckily we first sure. had a little bit of uh, help in some capacity. So that was good. But Anyways, um, yeah, I think overall it was just an awesome event. Yeah, and we had I had some really strong people there too. Some very, very strong men and women there. And I think we need to say, you know, just one more time, thanks to Big Grove Brewery because it oh, was man. kind it was of great. the perfect venue in a lot of ways. Like, I don't know, yeah. I don't know where we could have chosen a better place with the space and the, the opportunity and the, you know, even the logistics, like where were we able mm -hmm. to... Mm -hmm to have people all from start to finish sign up, walk in, register, do the lift and learn, move tables mm -hmm. around, move tables back, mm -hmm. do the, mm -hmm. uh, do the meet, have a warm up area, have kind of a little viewing area. It was, uh, yeah. I thought it, I yeah, thought I it don't was great. Know. So thanks again to Big Grove Brewery. I can't think of another place that would have been as good. Um, definitely not better. So yeah, that was, that was amazing. Yeah. And, uh, and, you know, before, so the, the weeks leading up to IC Weightlifting Summit, Cody's all stressed out, you know, trying to figure things out, trying to just make sure he's, you know, 
crossed all his T's, dotted all his I's. Like he said, he is a pretty Well, you guys did that for me when you fella. guys, you and Julia <laughs> dotted my T's, or dotted my T's, yeah. crossed my T's and dotted my I's. Yeah, See, I was dotting, I was dotting T's. That's the problem. <laughs> yeah. uh, so yeah. you guys did that for me. Like, I don't know these T's have dots right? on them. Yeah, they're like, are you sure? But like, yeah, no, well, while Cody was doing that, yeah, you know, he uh, he was kind of left to uh, deal with all that you know, by himself the, the weeks leading up to it, because I took an entire week off and I rode a bicycle across the state of Iowa and drank a bunch of beer and ate a bunch of pie. And yeah. How'd that go? That was your first ever so ragbri. First ever ragbri survived. I think you had some epiphanies. It sounded I like. Did. Well, I had a, yeah. I mean, I don't know if we'll, yeah. Epiphany. Cody always likes to layer things into like these big, like, I don't know. Monumental moments, life-changing moments. Like, yes. Yes, exactly. Just, just but anyway, life, right? uh, yeah. So I, I did, uh, it did, it did kind of like spark an it, like spark, uh, a little bit of a, I don't know, spark something inside of me for like, I really enjoyed it. I really enjoyed like road biking and it's, it's hard to kind of match. Um, it's hard to kind of match like that. Oh, just like overall like stimulus or whatever you want to say for like road biking during rag ride because it's like you have this road and it's just biking and every once in a while we'd see a car kind of like cruise up behind us or ahead of us on this road but it was very like free and you didn't have to worry about like cars and they had everything kind of coned off and you could just you could just kind of haul ass on your bike or you could cruise at a slow pace or you could go whatever and it's just I mean I know I told you this, Cody, like I had a week where I got to every single day, um, wake up, kind of be a little active, right? Be on my bike, move around, which I appreciate. I got to eat a lot of food because there's, you know, food trucks and places to stop and eat. And I also got to enjoy frosty beverages and I kind of like all three of those things. Like it checks a lot of boxes for me. And, uh, and so that was a lot of fun. So reg ride was a lot of fun. And I did it with a, one of my good buddies and, uh, it was just the two of us. And in a way, like in a way it was kind of perfect because we had, a we had some other people that were maybe going to join us and they, you know, for whatever reason kind of dropped out, you know, as, as the weeks got closer to reg Bri. and, uh, you know, we were talking him and I, his name's Brandon. And I was like, Brandon, it was kind of nice because, you know, we're both very like capable dudes, you know, like as much as I love my wife and I told her this, I was like, you know, if we were in like a, like a little pack and we're riding bikes and like the group in front of us is really slow. And I was like, all right, this is enough. I'm just going to go around them. Just get out of their way or get, you know, get them out of my way. You know, if I was with my wife, I'd be like, can she keep up with me or can she not? Or is that, you know, like maybe she can or she can't, but it's rude to maybe, you know, like she probably wouldn't appreciate if I just took off where Brandon would be like one, he would definitely easily cape, you know, capable of, of keeping up if he wanted to, or if he didn't want to, like, we're not hurting anybody's feelings. And it wasn't like we're in this big group where we had to like round everybody up at each stop to be like, Hey, we're going, where's so-and-so? Oh, they're in the, right. They're in the porta potty, (laughs) you know, like, and so it was kind of fun in that manner. Like as a guy, you know, with, um, two like pretty perfect kids, like I love my kids and, you know, like my life is very scheduled right now, you know, like, this kid wakes up at this time, we get them ready, mm-hmm. we brush their teeth, we go to daycare, then this kid like naps and we're actually in this weird point right now where our nanny, we had a we had a nanny who um, 
was a high school student and I was graduated and was a nanny through the summer and um, went off to college, right? She's starting college at Iowa State University. And, and so I'm kind of like helping with the kids a lot more. And, and so my life is like super scheduled right now because the yeah. kid's life is, you know, pretty scheduled. And so well, today's I an example of like, week. do we have 30 minutes that we can do a podcast today? <laughs> yeah, let's do it. Exactly. And yeah, because yeah, because I have one kid who's asleep right now and I have to pick her up and then uh, or I have to wake her up and then go get the other kid um, from preschool. And then we have to run across town and, and run a couple errands and, and do some stuff. Um, but anyway, yeah. So for me, a week long of like not really being that scheduled, being able to be pretty active, mm -hmm. move around, drink some beer, eat some food like I enjoyed it. Yeah, that's cool. Like and you were sound like you're pretty good at riding a bike. That's what I heard. Yeah, like well, you're speedy. I, well, I, 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 Cody knows me well, and you know, if anybody else listening to this knows me well, I just, I like to test myself when it comes to about anything physical, you know, like physically, you know, challenging, and and so, um, I just for whatever reason, like every hill we would come to, I'd be like, Charge. I'm not falling behind at this hill i'm gonna <laughs> climb this hill and i'd stand up on my pedals and i chug 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 you know all the way up and or there'd be you know a guy would fly by me and i was like man he's going fast i wonder if i can go that fast and so mm -hmm. i'd just like take off after him too and i don't know it's probably a little bit like <laughs> annoying to my 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 buddy brandon at times but he's kind of a little bit like that too and so yeah so again he's like, a high performer a so definitely yeah and yeah, uh yeah Going back next year, I'm assuming. Man, I can't wait. I can't wait for next year. Wow. Like I'm super, super excited. So, you know, <laughs> I told Cody this story earlier and he, so there's this guy. Um, so, so here's the story. We were, we were in this little town. There's, I think maybe we got lunch. Brandon and I stopped and we were probably off our bikes for maybe 30, 45 minutes, whatever, got some food and use the restroom and then actually I think he was in line to use the restroom I didn't need to use the restroom and we knew it was like it was like eight miles to the next beer tent it was one of the last days mm. and I told Brandon I was like hey I'm gonna go fill my water bottle up and there's a there's little like water you know fill up stations what they have just like set up with PVCs and just little nozzles yeah and just like water out of a hose basically and, and he's like cool and I was like I'll uh I'll wait for you there and um and then we'll head to this beer tent so I jump on my bike and uh, I'm riding and I don't see it. I was like, oh, I'll just kind of cruise out of town nice and easy and um, I'll call call Brandon or whatever. And so I'm just kind of cruising because I didn't see it and there wasn't really a great place to pull over because I had kind of bicycles on either side of me. But I, and then I just moved over to kind of the right side of the, the road and riding nice and easy. And finally, I was like, I better call Brandon. Um, so I called him on my phone and I'm on speakerphone. My my phone is uh just mounted to my bike, and I was like, "Hey, Brian, I didn't see it." Uh, so I'm just right. I'm about a half mile out of town now. He's like, "Well, I'm standing next to it. I was waiting for it." I was like, "Oh, sorry, buddy." And I was like, "I'll just uh, I'll just kind of I'll kind of uh, cruise and wait for you here." And he's like, "Oh, you don't." He said something like, "He's like, oh, that's a challenge." He's like, "You don't have to cruise. I'll catch you. Don't worry." And I was like. I was like, you're right. That does sound like a challenge. So I started to pick it up a little bit and I wasn't riding like super fast at all. And, um, cause like I said, Brandon is very capable. Like he is a, he's a great oh, yeah. road bike cyclist. Like he had, he's got a lot of miles on, on the seat of a bicycle and, and he's and then, like, um, and this is, I always think about personality types too. And 
He's yeah. literally like a brain surgeon of some kind. I yeah, don't know exactly, yeah. so he, but he's like a high level a, surgeon. So Brandon is a trauma. Yeah. He's a trauma surgeon. And, uh, and we always call so him like, the lead goose. Cause he just yeah, like high performer yeah, dude. Like he just, he's going to work hard. Mm, right. That's, type, that's the idea. A. And that transfers to the bike for sure. Yeah, exactly. And so, so we're cruising and I picked it up a little bit at this point. Right. Cause he's like, Oh, that's a challenge. I was like, all right. And so, we're, we're cruising and uh, all of a sudden this dude, and I'll never forget, he's, he cruises up and he's kind of like coasting off me a little bit. And I was like, that's cool. That's fine. I coast off people. People coast off me or, you know, and um, a draft, I guess, draft off me. And and he's blaring. He's got this giant speaker on the bottom of his bike, ZZ Top. And I'll never, you know, that'll be ingrained in my mind. And then he, uh, he passes me and it was, it was that exact moment. I was like, I can keep up with this guy and he's moving pretty yeah. fast. And like, I could just watch his cadence and I watched like, you know, me being kind of into this, you know, <laughs> fitness coaching and everything. I was just looking at his posture on the bike and I was like, that guy knows what he's doing. You can just tell like his cadence and his right. pedals. He's like, and, and so I draft off him a little bit and we see the sign. So now it's, it says six miles or whatever to his actually back pocket brewery tent. And so he points to it and he gives me the thumbs up and I said, same, same. I yelled up at him. And so he's coast, he's he's just cruising, and I'm cruising behind him, and he starts to slow down a little bit. So I just swing around him, and I take off, and then he's drafting off me, and and we kind of do that. We maybe trade back and forth, maybe two more times each, you know, for the next whatever, whatever six miles it is, and we just kind of pull off at the, the the beer tent, and he starts talking to me. He's like, man, he's like, we were going like, you know, twenty five to twenty seven for you know we held that for you know five six miles and i was like oh you mean miles per hour and he's like yeah 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 and i was like okay that sounds pretty fast and and you know we passed like everybody on the way there and mm -hmm. uh, and uh he starts talking to me about my bike and his bike and he can probably he probably at this point realized that i don't know much about road biking <laughs> at all <laughs> and i just like yep i sit tired. on it and i yeah, pedal fast uh... you know and yeah. Spokes. Yeah. And he's like, how long have you, been, how long have you been riding? And I was like, I was like, well, um, Monday we started on Ragbri. <laughs> and I was like, I kind of said that sarcastically. I was like, no, I just kind of picked it up this year. And you know, uh, he's like, oh man, that, he's like, you're doing pretty well. And so it made me feel pretty good. So apparently he was this guy, I mean, he was 47 years old and he said he, uh, did competitive road biking for um, maybe five years or something. And, uh, so that made me feel pretty good, but it was kind of funny cause he's talking to me about all like, he, I guess he had a gravel bike, but then he put like road tires on it and, and I didn't know any of this stuff, right? I'm not, I don't know much about yeah. biking. So anyway, that was my long story about me feeling pretty good about myself on a, on a bicycle. <laughs> hey, this will transition to this podcast will transition into a biking podcast. Once you get more into it, I'm sure <laughs> I'll learn a lot. Yeah, no, so it was it was all good and and like I said, we you know, we get off and then we have a couple beers and we just cruise on again. It was fun. Yeah, that does sound fun. I don't know if it's fun enough for me to do it next year with you, but you know, I won't give you a hard no yet. I won't give you a hard no yet. Yeah, no, it was good. We'll and see. then yeah. Yeah, so so like I said, I'm looking forward to next year and uh it's kind of good for me. You know, it's giving me just another just another outlet, just another discipline. What's difficult sometimes is, you know, we don't live in a huge town and there's not great biking trails. You know, we can cruise around um, as a family and have a lot of fun. And actually, my mm -hmm. daughter is, uh, who's three and a half, has just kind of got up in the last week or so. On, oh, I saw these uh, videos. Pedal bike, two wheel. 
Yeah, and she's crushing it. Yeah. And it's so it's great. fun. Like the look on her face, the noises that she squeals out as she's like, I did it, I did it. And, oh, you know, man, like, it was the best. But Instagram, we have to, she goes, Yahoo! I laughed. I watched that so many <laughs> exactly. times. Yeah, so. <laughs> she started taking off. Yahoo! It's hilarious. Yeah, we uh, we go every day. So we take her out every day. And we need to work on stopping, though. She just, she can get going so fast. And she just, yeah, she doesn't doesn't quite know how to stop yet. But yeah. we'll get there. Is it a... More of a crash we'll stop right now. Find a grassy spot, he, soft spot to land. Well, or is Ted it, running right after? Now it's it's you're the stop. Exactly. Right now it's dad, dad sprinting and kind of like helping her slow down, or maybe even like like I will uh, I'll sprint after her and I'll kind of like push on her back heel and be like, okay, push backwards now because she'll kind of start oh, posting right. when yeah, she's going really, really fast. Yeah backwards stops but for the most part yeah. she wants to just put her feet down and just drag her mm. feet to stop and i think that's a little bit more dangerous than anything to be honest but um but yeah it's fun she's doing great and it's just you know it's like one of those one of those dad dad things that you just kind of remember mm. like right your kid learning how to ride a bike and um but cody you have uh you have to go here pretty soon i think so i do this is just yeah, kind I have of to go teach recording um yeah you have to teach so your fall semester just started maybe a week or so ago what what's uh what's your schedule look like for this fall what uh what classes are you teaching i know you're teaching kind of the same classes maybe you've been yeah i just kind of have the same previous. classes more or less pretty consistently so um i do off cycle classes so my classes last seven weeks and then i have another set of classes that last seven weeks i typically do six classes at a time they're worth one credit each um right now only doing five. I have a couple stress management classes, which that's where I'll head here after this. And then on Tuesdays and Thursdays, I have an introduction to weight training class uh, as well. Yeah, it keeps me pretty busy with all this stuff and the practical wellness stuff. And mm -hmm. yeah, it's pretty good. What, uh, that's great. What, uh, so the stress management class, that's just kind of classroom work. Is it, is it some virtual still or no? It's all classroom. It's all, it's all classroom now. Um, okay. Yeah, so that's what I thought. I actually, sure. And then, and then uh, your your intro to weightlifting—that's some classroom and that's some like hands-on in the weight room, also, right? Well, yeah, our classroom is the same as the weight room. You know what I mean? So, like, if there is like lecture and okay. stuff, which there has been, you know, it's about thirty minutes of lecture each time we mm -hmm. meet. Maybe a little bit longer right now, but um, yeah, it's all in the same spot. So it's an easy transition yeah. uh, for everybody. I mean, I wish, sometimes I wish we were like in a classroom and I could have like a projector <laughs> be easier than writing on the whiteboard sometimes yeah. of like, yeah. here's my crappy handwriting or here's a, you know, a picture or whatever, but especially with your um, yeah, it's all, yeah. exactly, exactly. I always make a, you know, my joke about like, I've been writing on whiteboards or I've been writing for 30 years and this is what it looks like. I'm sorry or whatever. And I try to make it funny. <laughs> it's not, but yeah. sometimes I get sympathy laughs yeah. like that one. That you just did, yeah. Uh, I'm, but yeah, I'm a sucker for good. the sympathy laugh. I was like, oh, I'll take them. Don't worry, I'll yeah, take I'm a, those. Yeah, I'm a sucker for the sympathy laugh. Like, I'll, I'll be like, okay, awkward silence. I'll guess I'll laugh. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> chuckle. I'll take it. That's worth it for me. I'll keep, I'll keep those bad jokes going. Um, but yeah, it's cool. Yeah. And it's my sixth year doing it, so there's not a lot of, you know, stress outside of just like scheduling and, you know, 
the, mm-hmm. the normal stuff. There's no like, I don't know what I'm doing today or how to do this or how to teach this. That's all kind of done. So that makes it kind of nice. So I can do like something mm-hmm. like this and I don't have to think about it and I can just go and do the thing and then leave and then, yeah. you know, coach clients and kind of is separated in that way. So, so correct me if I'm wrong, these classes, um, you're given some, you're given a lot of freedom as far as like curriculum, right? And you have to, I'm sure like, um, you know, meet certain like criteria, but like you're given a lot of freedom as far as like how you want to teach it and what you want to teach to a yeah, certain extent. Yeah. You know, we have like course objectives and, and mm-hmm. requirements like that, that we need to, you know, reach. So our syllabus, um, has to reflect that, but otherwise, and you can always, you know, if you want to put in like a request, like you just talk with your, you know, I have a supervisor and we like, Hey, like thinking about changing this, like I changed the name to stress management, not that long ago, it used to be called something different, you know? And I was like, okay. Hey, like I want to change the name of this class and then you just got to get it approved. Um, kind of th- up the chain of command more or less. So mm-hmm. yeah, it's pretty nice. Yeah. And then, yeah, kind of be flexible with what I do and make sure the students learn something and we get some practice in for whatever we're trying to learn and yeah, come out on the yeah. other side better. That's really interesting, man. I think, uh, unfortunately you have to go, go here pretty soon, right? I, yeah, I should probably go for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. No, that's, I think that's really interesting. I think, um, I actually am really intrigued that we, you and I haven't really talked too much about like your stress management class. We talked a little bit about your weightlifting class, but yeah, I think like, I mean, those are two things. Those are two like pretty powerful things for, for people's like livelihood, right. Is, is mm-hmm. weightlifting, um, yeah, know, just strength training and then also managing, yeah, yeah maybe that's a good too, right? uh, like, I think, podcast topic. We can talk about stress management one day. Might be good. Yeah, because I mean, I don't know of you know of two things that can maybe have a better, better you know response and outlook, you know, outlook on people's livelihood than those two topics. But yeah, man, I'll let you get mm-hmm. going. Um, cool. Thanks again to everybody who came out for IC Weightlifting Summit. Uh, Cody and yeah. I had a great time. And if you guys, uh, if you guys would do us a huge favor, you can. Um, subscribe to the the show rate review it helps us out a lot but otherwise we'll uh we'll talk to you soon bye